Welcome to Christian Medical and Dental Association's Chapel. We trust this message will encourage your walk with the Lord. Well, uh, last month I was uh, in Florida at a prayer retreat uh, with the president of the missionary church, and uh, in one of his talks he was talking about these two different options we have in life when difficult things are coming our way. He says, one of our options that Jesus offers to do is to carry our burdens when they become very heavy. And he said, we can, we can either turn to Christ and toss our burdens to him, or the opposite thing is to toss and turn. Okay, and I, I like that. I thought that was a kind of a really, we can either turn and toss our situations, our burdens that we're carrying to Christ, or we can toss and turn. Uh, unfortunately, the other night, I, I went to bed and a lot of things were kind of weighing on me. Uh, thinking about some things, and, and I tossed and turned most of the night. And so finally, to kind of not to be so disruptive to Cheryl's sleep, I got up and just started reading my Bible a little bit, and I, I was turned to this passage of Scripture in Jeremiah uh, chapter 17, verses 5 and 8, particularly is what I want to talk about together today. Before I read that Scripture while you're turning there, I want to kind of look at some of the things that kind of kept me tossing and turning with some Breaking news. I've just been thinking about some of the, the breaking news over the last several days and, and weeks and uh, its impact on us. Just think about some of these things, the pandemic headlines that have been just continuous. It just doesn't seem like every time we think we're about out of it, something else hits the headlines. Uncertainty, all these kind of things that just keep piling up and we toss and turn because of that. How about these supply chain issues that we've seen on the news. It seems like everything we go to buy today, everything we go to need, we can't get because the supply chain issues are, are at crisis levels. Or how about the war and humanitarian crisis in the Ukraine? I mean, how, how troubling is that? Every night when we, we go to bed, if you watch the news at some point during the day, you're weighed down with this incredible situation that's going on in the world today, and it's, it's troubling. How about this? Gas prices. Uh, you know, it's, uh, in, in California, it's hit about $6 a gallon. In Bristol right now, it's about four ten a gallon. Uh, those prices are going up and up and up. And these breaking news can be troubling to us. And we toss and we turn. What about personal crisis? Forget the, what's going on nationally and what's going on around the world. There, there are many of us who are facing some personal crises in our lives and situations with our kids, situations with our families, situations with our loved ones, crisis maybe at work or something that you're going through and, and you can't even kind of factor in the world situation because you're carrying such a, a heavy load. And I began to think about these breaking news and what I began to realize is a lot of breaking news is breaking us, our faith our trust, our reliance upon God, and the, the, uh, the state of the average American Christian right now is, is broken. It's, it's struggling. They're struggling. And so I want to talk a little bit about this idea because a lot, many times right now we are more, we're troubled, more troubling than trusting in these crisis experience. And so what we need to do is we need to adjust our trust. We need to ad adjust our, our trust. And so I want to talk to you a little bit today about the contrast in trust. A contrast in trust. And I'm going to read Jeremiah chapter 17, verses 5 through 8. And it starts like this. This is what the Lord says. Cursed are those who put their trust in mere humans, who rely on human strength, 
and turn their hearts away from the Lord. They are like stunned, stunned shrubs in the desert with no hope for the future. They will live in the barren wilderness in an uninhabited salty land. But blessed are those who trust in the Lord and have made the Lord their hope and confidence. They are like trees planted along the riverbank with roots that reach down deep into the water. Such trees are not bothered by the heat or worried by long months of drought. Their leaves stay green and they never stop producing fruit. What a contrast. What a contrast in trust that this particular story builds for us. And it was really helpful to me the other night as I thought about this passage of Scripture as I had been tossing and turning rather than turning and tossing my burdens to the Lord. It was quite a reminder to me. So I began to realize every time I face a crisis, I am forced to make a choice. Every time I face a challenge or a crisis, I'm forced to make a choice. And every time a dilemma comes into my life, I am also faced with a decision. What am I going to do? Human trust or trusting God? Human trust or trusting God? Where am I going to take this situation, that's this breaking news that's come to my mind? And what I began to realize was the difference between the human and the God trust factor. Each of us hold, I believe, within our hands this element of trust, personal trust. And when we get that personal news or when we get that national news or when we ever get that breaking news, we hold within our trust and we're faced with a choice. We're faced with a decision. Which way will I turn? Will I turn to the human solutions, human strength, human ideas, human uh, provision? Will I seek out human wisdom? Will I look for human strength to get through this? Or will I submit and yield to Christ? Will I turn over my situation to God and rely heavily upon Him? You hold trust in your hands. The question is, is when trust, when the dilemma comes, where will you turn? Now, I want to talk to you a little bit about one of the things I've discovered. I'm still thinking through this process, but I used to think that in my hands I had uh, trust and doubt. And with every dilemma that came into my life, I was going to choose which was I going to use. Was I going to use trust, trusting God, or am I going to use doubt? And, and I've kind of changed my thinking on this, and you can challenge me afterwards if you'd like to, but I really think that I hold within my hands right now this idea of trust. Because we're going to trust one way or the other. I mean, when I face a dilemma, when I get the difficult news, I'm either going to turn to human solutions, human wisdom, human understanding, or I'm going to turn to God. And I'm going to put my trust in one of those two. If I put my trust fully in God, then that's a path that will, will lead me. He pro all kinds of promises in the scripture about trusting God. But when I put my trust in humans, that's where the doubt comes in. That's when I begin to use my doubt because I'm doubting that God can handle this. I'm doubting that God can take care of this. So I'm using my trust. I'm saying, well, okay, what am I going to do? Well, we're in a financially difficult time. And how are we going to continue to pay when we're paying $20 more a gallon for, uh, for gas, uh, for, when we fill up for gas and, and, and we're paying so much more? How am I going to make ends meet? And we begin to put our trust in our human solutions and human understanding. You see, doubt is more than the opposite of trust. Doubt is the opposition, in opposition of trust. 
And the one thing that the enemy would love to get us to do is when we're faced with these dilemmas and these choices is to always choose the human side of the equation rather than choosing to trust God or to trust in Christ. I believe we hold trust in our hands and we choose where we use it, in God or in humans. Uh, it's been said that the, um, in Psalm 9 verse 10, and those who know your name will put their trust in you. You see that kind of idea, will put their trust? I've got this trust, and where am I going to put it? Those who know you and know your name, they put their trust, they place their trust in you. Someone once said, faith isn't a feeling. It's a choice to trust God even when the road ahead seems uncertain. That will help you stop tossing and turning all night when you realize that it's a choice that I make. I, uh, years ago, one of my first mission trips to Mexico, uh, when I started into missions years ago, I met a partner. His name is Jorge Ramirez. And Jorge is a very, very dear friend of mine and has continued to be through, throughout these years. And, and uh, there was a Jorge-ism, is what I used to call it. Uh, we'd, I'd find myself in this really difficult situation, crossing the border with supplies or this or that. And, and every time we ran into a, a dilemma, every time we ran into a kind of a, a hairy situation, uh, Jorge would always say this to me. Bert, this is just another glorious opportunity to trust the Lord. <laughs> this is just another glorious opportunity to trust the Lord. And no matter what came up, he would just continue to repeat that. Bert, this is just another glorious opportunity to trust the Lord. So as I think about breaking news that happened this week, and it may happen even today or in the days to come, I, I just remind myself of Jorge's words of wisdom. This is just another glorious opportunity to take my trust and to place it in the Lord. So let's talk about the contrast of trust in this passage of Scripture. And I wish I had more time, but I'm just going to kind of fly by this. If you're interested, I could share some of these Scriptures with you later. We're going to look at two, th three things here, two objects, two outcomes, and two observations as we contrast the issue of trust here. First of all, let's look at these two objects of trusting. Here's, here's our choice. As I said in verse 5, in humans, I have a choice to put my trust and to place it in humans, which is our human provision, human solutions, human strategies, human structures, uh, human wisdom, all those kind of things that are human ideas that we look at. Okay, how can I solve this? Who do I know? Sometimes, uh, rather than the first thing we think about is, I'm going to take this to God. I'm going to take this to, to the Lord in prayer. First thing we start thinking about, who do I know that can help me out of this crisis or who do I know? Uh, one of the first choices here is uh, uh, the objects of our trust is, is human wisdom. Now, here's a couple of verses of Scripture for you that may kind of help you decide where you're going to place your trust. Isaiah 2, verse 22 says, Don't put your trust in mere humans. They are, they are frail as a breath, and what good are they? When you put your faith and trust in humans, that's, it's just a frail choice. Isaiah 31, verse 1 says, What sorrow awaits for those who look to Egypt for help, trusting in their horses, chariots, and characters. Uh, charioteers and depending on their strength of human armies instead of looking to the Lord, the Holy One of Israel. Not a wise choice, but it's one of the objects of our trust, human wisdom. Psalm 118 verse 8, It's better to take refuge in the Lord than to trust in people or things. Psalm 146 verse 3, But, but don't put your trust and your confidence in powerful people. There is no hope for you there. And that's why Paul writes in 1 Corinthians chapter 2 verse 5, I did this so that you wouldn't trust in human wisdom, but in the power of 
God. It's one of our choices. One of our objects of our trust is in humans. The second is in the Lord. The second outcome is in the Lord in verse 7. But those who trust in the Lord. There's a, there's a contrast there. But versus the human uh, idea of trusting. Psalm 20 verse 7 says this. And I love, I've loved this verse of scripture for years. Some trust in chariots and some in horses. But we will trust in the name of the Lord our God. It's just one of those things when you're tossing and turning, you can look at so many people are going, okay, we're going to go the horses and chariots route because that seems to be where the, the, the strength lies. And there, there are many times that, that Israel's enemies uh, relied on horses and chariots to kind of win the battle. And, and Israel would feel overwhelmed because they'd think to themselves, man, how are we going to fight this battle? Because look at all the chariots and look at all the horses and look at all the equipment that they've got. Looking at it from a human point of view is always dangerous and forgetting that God was on their side. And there are many times that God beat these fancy war horse machines with hail and rain and storms. So I don't know about you, some trust in horses and chariots, but as for me, I'm going to trust in the name of the Lord. I'm going to place my trust that I hold in my hands, not in humans or human solutions, but in God. Zechariah chapter 4 verse 6 says, so he said to me, this is the word of the Lord to Zerubbabel. It's not by might, nor by power, but by my spirit, says the Lord. Proverbs 3, 5, and 6. Trust in the Lord with all your heart, and lean not on your own understanding. By the way, your own understanding, unless the Lord guides you, is human understanding. Not a good choice. So two objects. Second is two outcomes in this passage of Scripture as we compare and contrast these two areas of trust. The first is cursed, Cursed are those, that word in verse 5 means to live under a curse. It's not just a curse that just happens and then also that was bad. It's a curse that they live under this curse. These people who choose to trust in mere human understanding and human wisdom, they live under the curse. Here's the little description it gives us in verse 5. Who put their trust in mere humans who rely on human strength and turn their hearts away from the Lord. You know what the outcome of that is? Cursed. Living under the curse. But contrast to that is, but blessed are those who trust in the Lord. What's the blessed life look like? These are people who take their trust in their hands and they turn to God and they put their trust in the Lord who make the Lord their hope. Their hope is in the name of the Lord. Who make the Lord their confidence. I love that. Okay, because remember these are uncertain times. These are days where breaking news is breaking us. We're more troubled than we are trusting. And, and so when we, when we choose not to go the, the mere human route, place our trust in mere humans and find ourselves the outcome of that is cursed, when we choose and turn towards Christ and we look to him to be our strength, the outcome of that is that we've put our hope fully in him and our full confidence is, I don't know how this is going to work out, but I know the one who is going to work it out. So the third thing we want to look at is two observations about trust. Two, two, a stunted shrub and a tree planted by the riverbank. Nothing better describes what this life is like than contrasting these two kind of objects of our, of our trust in humans or in God. The outcome of that trust is cursed or blessed, but if that's not enough of a contrast, the Lord says, this is what the Lord says, remember he starts off in verse 5, 
This is what the Lord says. Here's a picture of what you look like when you put your trust in humans and when you put your trust in God. You know what it is? They will be like a stunted shrub in the desert. Now, some of you know exactly what that feels like. Because you've been facing a challenge, a breaking news that's breaking you, and you're holding on to doubts and struggles and all those kind of things. And how's that working for you? How's that growing your spiritual life? Well, many of us can feel like when we're tossing and turning rather than turning and tossing to the Lord, we find ourselves dried up in a withered land and we're not growing. There's some description of the stunted slub, they, stu- shrubs. They have no hope for the future. They live in barren wilderness in an inhabited, dry land. That's what the picture of those who choose to put their trust in humans and what this cursed life looks like. But in contrast to that is the next verse. Blessed are those For they shall be like trees planted along the riverbank with roots that reach deep into the water. Trust, where you place your trust is really the miracle grow. Because while we we, we choose to put that trust in humans or human solutions, then there's this, this dry wilderness kind of experience that we kind of go through. But when we put our faith and trust in Christ, it's, it's like this tree planted by the water that's green. Look at what it says. Uh, with roots that reach deep into the water. There's this idea of depth in discipleship. So, okay, what causes sometimes the greatest depth? You know what it is? It's the trials that we go through. It's the difficulties that we face. It's the breaking news that often breaks other people. And you'll, you'll notice some, some solid, mature believers. What is it? They've been through all kinds of breaking stories, they, but they weren't broken because of it. They grew their roots grew down deeper and they got watered by the word of God and they became strengthened and, and mightier and stronger. And, and even though they've been going through all these difficulties, it's a, it's a, they're much stronger and it's evident as you look at this stunted shrub or a tree planted by the water that continues to grow. They are not bothered by the heat, the Lord said, or worried by long months of drought. I love that. These, these who've chosen, okay, I've got this choice here with this dilemma, I'm going to, this decision, I'm going to choose to place my trust in Christ. They're not worried about the future. I need to hear that. Because if I watch too much breaking news, I start thinking, how are we going to pay the bills? How are we going to make it? How are my kids going to make it? How are my loved ones going to make it? How are we going to survive as a ministry? And on and on the questions begin to go. Their leaves stay green, and they never stop producing fruit. Let's think about that for a second. As we're often worried about how, how we can provide for the future, you know what God says? When you trust in me, when you honor me, and you put your hope in me, you never stop producing because you're like a tree that's roots go deep down, they're watered, they grow, and they flourish. I was reminded of, of Matthew chapter 13, verse 6. It talks about, but the plants soon withered under the heat of the sun. And since they didn't have any deep, deep roots, they died. What, what's that life? That's the life choosing human wisdom, human understanding, and putting our faith and trust in human solutions. 
This passage of scripture reminds us so much of Psalm 1 verse 3. They are like trees planted by along the riverbank, bearing fruit each season. Their leaves never wither, and they prosper in all they do. Clearly, there's a difference between trusting in human solutions and human wisdom and trusting in the Lord. Clearly, placing our trust in God and in His Son, Jesus Christ, is a far better choice. I was with Lyle Whitman last night, and uh, we were eating together, and um, I was, he was asking about chapel today and asked me what I was going to be speaking on, so I was kind of telling him. So he, he sat there and listened for a while, and he finally said to me, he said, um, so how do you make that your default setting? Now, that's a great question. And I said, I'll, I'll line you up for t- chapel on Tuesday. Okay, you can talk about the default setting. He said, no, no, I'm busy on, on Tuesday, so I, I, I'm not going to speak on But I, I, I thought about that a lot last night and this morning, this default setting. Uh, how do I make it my default setting? And then I thought about this passage of Scripture in Psalm 56, verse 3, where David said, Whenever I'm afraid, I will trust in you. Whenever. Anytime. Whenever breaking news happens in my life, whenever that happens, that, that's, David was living on the default setting here. The default of, okay, whenever, whenever something comes my way, unexpected, I don't know what to do. I hold trust in my hand. I'm not going to trust in human solutions. I'm not going to trust in my own strength or my own abilities. I'm going to trust in the name of the Lord. Whenever I am afraid, I will trust in you. You see, the result is difficult without a default to trust in Christ. We must learn to trust in Christ. When I was in Israel... A few years ago, we were traveling through these two mountains, the mountain of blessing and the mountain of curse. And I, I want to kind of close with this passage of Scripture in Deuteronomy chapter 11, verses uh, 26 through 30. Look today, I have given you the choice between a blessing and a curse. You'll be blessed if you obey the commands of the Lord your God that I'm giving you today, but you will be cursed if you reject the commands of the Lord your God and turn away from the Lord and worship gods that you have known, uh, not known before. When the Lord your God brings you into the land and helps you take possession of it, you must pronounce the blessing of Mount Gerson and curse Mount Ebal. These two mountains are west of the Jordan River. You must choose. I've placed before you a blessing and a curse. And every time breaking news happens in your life, nationally or personally, you and I make a choice. Which one will we dwell? Which one will we choose? Where will we reach our hands? Which direction will we go? And I want to learn this, the words of that old hymn. Tis so sweet to trust in Jesus, just to take him at his word, just to rest upon his promise, just to know, thus saith the Lord. Jesus, Jesus, how I trust him, how I've proved him o'er and o'er. Jesus, Jesus, precious Jesus, oh, for grace to trust him more. I'm so glad I learned to trust him, precious Jesus, Savior, friend, and I know that he is with me and will be with me to the end. Oh, how sweet to trust in Jesus, just to trust his cleansing blood, and in simple faith to plunge me neath the healing 
cleansing flood. Two questions I want to ask you this morning in closing. What is your default setting? And second, do you need to adjust your trust? Father, I pray today that you take these words out of the prophet Jeremiah and use them to encourage us today to be following you and your word. And uh, I pray that, Lord, this message would speak to someone the way you spoke to me through it. In your name we pray. Amen.